Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thank you for joining us today for Let's Get Moving. Today I have with me Allie Henry. She is a registered dietitian and the general manager at the Centerville Total Health and Fitness. Um, Allie, we have reached this time of year where the weather is colder. People are doing a lot of sniffling. We're talking about the flu. And I'm wondering if there are some things that we can do to really set ourselves up so we aren't getting sick as often or we're not, you know, staying sick for as long. Yes. So as we talk about this, my husband's homesick right now. Uh, so, oh. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely going around. Um, one thing I always recommend is just drink plenty of water. We don't usually crave water as much now that it, it's getting a little bit colder, but drink water when you wake up in the morning, when you eat, and then you work out. That's what I recommend for all my clients just to make sure you're getting enough in throughout the day. And um, how does that make a difference? So it just kind of helps flush your body out of all the like extra toxins and everything that we gather throughout the day in our interactions with other people. Um, and our bodies, I think it's like 80% water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really a lot. Right. So we need it. So it helps us stay hydrated. And if you get like headaches, migraines, that's a big reason why for most people is they're just not getting enough water. So that's when um, wash your hands. That's an easy one that mm-hmm. we can always stay in the habit of. And then another one I always recommend is eating more produce. So fruits and vegetables, eat what's in season because that's going to be the most nutrient dense of your fruits and vegetables. So right now that's things like um, squash, all those root vegetables, um, potatoes, sweet potatoes, the more bright colors it's is always a good thing. And the reason why that's important is because those are very nutrient dense. So that ensures that you're getting all the vitamins and minerals that you need to be firing on all cylinders, basically. Right. So one of the best things to do is just uh, give yourself that good foundation by eating healthy. Yes. Yeah. I always like to eat just like one big salad a day. I'll throw in a giant salad that's got tons of greens, I love sweet potatoes right now, so I'll throw in some like roasted sweet potatoes, add a protein, and then it's kind of warm because I don't want like a cold salad right now, but if I throw in some like root vegetables or some wild rice or something, that's really good. And that way I get a ton of vegetables in one serving and it's super filling and it's just a good nutritious meal. Right. I guess the point being the healthier you are, the less likely you are to get sick. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then, there, Allie, there are so many products out there now that claim to help when you do get sick. Mm-hmm. So, well, first of all, talk about when you start feeling sick, what is the best thing to do to to maybe 
maybe not totally prevent it, but to help you through that cycle? So sleep is a huge one. And that's actually one I bring up a lot of times with my clients. And that's one thing that I always do when I can feel a sickness coming in is I prioritize sleep above anything else. I rest. I don't work out. Um, and then I just make sure I get to bed early and I drink plenty of water. And I pride myself in the fact that I don't get sick very often. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sleep is a big reason. There's actually been studies that have shown, you know, comparing people that get less than seven hours of sleep a night compared to seven to nine hours of sleep a night. And some studies have shown that those people that get seven to nine hours of sleep a night are three times less likely to get sick. So it makes okay, a, big that's difference. a big difference. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So seven to nine is what I recommend. Everybody's a little bit different as far as how much they need, but somewhere in that range is what most people should shoot for. Right. I don't want to vilify the products that are out there, but there are just a number of them that say, hey, the minute you feel sick, take this product. Is there... Is there proof that some of those even work? Um, So zinc is one that is kind of gaining traction right now. And there is some research behind zinc uh, helping prevent you getting sicker. Uh, The recommendation for zinc as far as how much you should be taking is about 15 to 25 milligrams a day. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to supplement with something, that would be the one that I would recommend over anything else. Vitamin C is another one that's really, really popular. Um, But... The research behind vitamin C actually shows that it doesn't do that much as far as preventing sickness Mm, goes. That's the first thing we think about, right? Drink more orange juice. Yeah, drink more orange juice. And really just... (laughs) Which is full of sugar. (laughs) Right, yeah. Really just take vitamin C if you're going to do it. Um, But yeah, that's a big one is zinc. Ginger is another one. So taking some sort of... There's ginger capsules that you can take. And there's also like ginger teas and stuff you can take. And that's been shown to help combat like cold and flu symptoms as well. Right. But let's go back to, isn't it better to get those things in the foods that we eat rather than through supplements? Talk about that for just a second. Yeah. So I always will recommend food first. Um, There are some foods that or some nutrients that are harder to get from foods than others. Vitamin D is really hard to get an adequate amount of through food. So that's one I typically will tell people to supplement with. Um, but going back to what I said about eating more produce, like that should be our intervention number one, right? Like let's improve our diet, make sure you're getting all the nutrients you need because beyond those individual nutrients that maybe you can pull from a supplement, there are also added benefits from getting it in the form of food. You're getting that extra fiber. You're not just getting one single nutrient, you're getting multiple nutrients. So it's helping you in several different ways rather than just getting that one nutrient that you think you might need. Right. Anything that you'd like to add? Um, Get your sleep, drink your water. (laughs) They're so good for you. So I don't think we give sleep especially enough credit where we live in a busy society. So we pride ourselves on getting a lot of work done and getting four hours of sleep a night. And we got to change that, I think. Right. Where we'd be more productive if we actually got the sleep that we needed so that we didn't get sick. Yeah, exactly. So get your sleep. Yeah. Just talk for one second before I let you go about the role that exercise plays Mm -hmm. in preventing us from getting sick. Yeah. There's actually been some research behind exercising. So doing some resistance training and some light cardio, that's actually been shown to help combat illness as well, which seems counterintuitive for some people because you're going to a gym. Gyms can be full of germs. Um, So, but yeah, it actually has been shown to really help combat illness. Um, 
my recommendation is because sometimes it can get you sicker. My recommendation is if you're feeling anything above the neck, you're good to work out anything below the neck and your chest, body aches, things like that. Take the day off. Um, when you really are feeling sick, it's best to give your body that rest so it can use all of its energy to help you recover faster instead of you being sick and out of commission for a longer period of time. But in general, maintain that working out because it will help you in the long run. All right. People always think of chicken soup or their mom's yeah. chicken soup when mm-hmm. they're sick. Is there something to that? There's been research behind eating warm foods and chicken soup and saying that that can help as well. So yeah, I mean, by all means, if that's what makes you feel good too, I think it's worth doing. Sometimes everybody's a little bit different when they're sick. Some people have no appetite and then others are on the other side of the spectrum and just want carbs. I think that's the most common thing. So but drinking some like warm soup or some herbal teas or something like that, those are good options. And there's also been some research showing that uh, we used to think it was a myth. Mom said, hey, don't go out in the cold. But there's actually mm-hmm. been some research lately that shows that the cold does actually impact your immunities and, you, and can make you sick. Yeah, exactly. So some of it has to do with like the bacteria in like your nasal cavity and things like that and... Um, that's why sometimes the heat can help because it can help kind of clear everything out like that. Thanks so much. <laughs> yeah. And today I've been speaking with Allie Henry. She is a registered dietitian and the general manager at the Centerville Total Health and Fitness.